Hey there, Mike Dunn, Editor-in-Chief of Tabletop, and I've got something very special to tell you about. It's a new crowdfunding campaign from GooeyCube. It's called The Tomb of Geisengax. It's a tribute to Gary Gygax and many of the legends that created the wonderful game that we all love to play. The link is right down here. Go hit it up, back it. You can't go wrong. Woo! Oh my gosh, I am ready to go. I am ready to go. I see you're ready to go, David, also judging by your name tag. Yep. So um <laughs> I've got my micros I've got my micro socks on. <laughs> oh yes, the crowd is clapping again because wow. <laughs> they're so hyped up. <laughs> forgot to turn the loop off, but I mean, oh my god, the, the internet was so wrong. Oh my god, I'm not even sure. I'm not oh, yeah. sure there's ever been a situation where the gaming community has been so up in arms over something that they just completely whiffed on. I cannot remember mm. a situation as bad as this one. I mean, well, every... let's hear it. Let's hear it, Anthony. Because what do you mean, let's, let's hear, hear it? it. You, yeah. you witnessed. You witnessed it for yourself. The I sure did. <laughs> utterly whiffed. So here's the main news. Here's the, here's the information everybody wanted to know. Is Starfield coming to the PS5? No. Maybe. No. <laughs> he didn't say no. He didn't say no. He asked if that was one of the first four games coming, and he said no. That's all he said. That's That's what people wanted to know. Of the four games, is the star? No, it's not Starfield. Okay, that's yeah. Hot Fire Rush, yeah. Sea of Thieves, Starfield. Uh, uh, what was the other one? Gears of War, and I think there was one more. Were any of those Starfield? No, that is the answer to that question. Okay, uh, it's like you said, uh, Jack. It's it's just four games. That's that's it. Uh, some live service games and some other games that as Phil said fit with the PlayStation Five. That's it. Uh, no, That's he didn't it. say that. They could have ended the podcast right there. They <laughs> literally could have ended the podcast right there. Um, and yes, they're, they're bringing Diablo 4 to Game Pass March 28th. Um, and what else was there, Jack? What am I missing that was so... Um, he said, what do you mean? Like in general or like... Yeah, what did I miss? <laughs> For like stuff he said. Um... Yeah, you said, no, that's not all. What, what else is there? Oh, I mean, he said a lot of stuff. I mean, he said there's going to be less and less exclusives and that he's going to be learning from all the stuff that they're doing. And that, yeah. I mean, basically, I mean, let's just get right into it, right? He's a compulsive liar that like has lawyers tell him what to say for everything. And so he's, this is like 20 straight minutes of lying by omission. Because all of his, all, wow. of his, all of his answers, because like he never actually said that Starfield wasn't coming to PlayStation. But then he no, in the with the Verge when in an interview with the Verge he yeah. said you mentioned that Starfield and Indiana Jones are part of the four despite rumors but will those ever come to PS5 can you rule it out I don't think we as an industry ever rule out a game going to any other platform we're focused on those four games and learning ex from the experience but I don't right. want to create a false expectation on those other platforms that this is somehow the first four to get over the dam and the dam's going to open everything else coming that's not the plan today today I don't want to mislead customers on on the other platforms we're launching these four games we're excited about it we're excited about the announce and everything else but we'll see what happens for our business where's the lie where's the confusion <laughs> the confusion the by omission by omission <laughs> yeah i mean not the plan today Every, okay so the rumor be, said yeah. is the rumor <laughs> said among the games coming to playstation gears of war starfield hi-fi rush and sea of thieves among those four games was it any of those? No. Did I mean? Did he say those games are never coming to PlayStation? But that, that's not what the internet was. That's not what the internet and everybody. The internet was had no doing. idea that there was going to be just four games announced. They just said the Starfield's but coming among, to PlayStation. But among the rumors, what everybody was discussing, and it's still going to happen, Anthony. It's still going to happen. They're still looking at it. <laughs> They, yeah. they answered the question then. They the question is still yeah. answered. They answered the PR is question it... that no one asked them. They no one asked is Starfield gonna be in the first four games coming. Everyone asked is Starfield coming to PlayStation. Are you serious? <laughs> the internet was literally <laughs> arguing about this for They days. weren't arguing over four those that being a No, they're arguing four. if it's gonna come to PlayStation at all. And it's gonna <laughs> <laughs> I quit. What? <laughs> literally among the rumors so yes 
Well, the rumors were that it was coming. The, 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 the rumors only thing said that he denied coming. is that it isn't coming in those first four. But that's right. all the people. That's what people wanted to know. That's, that's not what people wanted to know at all. Oh my! <laughs> they wanted to know God. if it's coming to PlayStation. <laughs> okay, so the, so the question is still answered. Yeah, maybe later. Maybe. So okay, so, so where's that, the that lie wasn't by omission? Answering, that wasn't answering the question because oh my god, it, like, we, what do you we guys still don't know? Yes, we still Starfield go into tomorrow. To we still what go to tomorrow, doesn't? and we have no idea. It's gonna come okay, to PlayStation. So what? Like, what do you lose by that? What does anybody lose by that? By him saying it could come later. All right, that's your answer. It could come later. It could. Well, I mean, what's the problem, the problem with that, that answer? It's there's no problem. The problem is that he's not like. It was 20 minutes of not saying what the plan was. <laughs> I think it's funny it's 20 that a lot of people said some stuff was concise, but not a lot of it. Well, it's it's like it's like here's one statement. It's kind of non-committal, followed by five minutes of like word vomit PR stuff, and then like another statement. Which is again understandable. I, I don't think it's understandable at but, all. But at the but at the same but at the same point, we've yeah. got four games coming. We're not gonna tell you what they are. Yeah, that was the first that thing. That was funny. <laughs> well, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't even know what the problem with that is. Like, he they're not gonna, to let, They're like, we're going to have a special event. We're going to have a special business update for we're going to bring games multi-platform. But we're not going to tell you for an entire week what we're going to be doing. And now when we're actually going to tell you what we're doing, we're not going to tell you what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> everybody wanted to know what games were coming to PlayStation. And you they, want, they didn't say. what games... What? Not from Xbox. <laughs> not from them. We found <laughs> out from you. Merge. They <laughs> yeah. did not. He, they did not say what games it was in that in that okay. But people wanted to know: Is it Hi-Fi Rush? Is it Starfield? Is it all these other games? The answer to the question is no. So the the well, only answer just, to the question answered, is: answered, It's answered, not Starfield and Indiana Jones. Right, that, that was the only answer. actual Xbox answer. Yeah. Yes, it's not Star. I forgot the other name, the game that yeah. you mentioned. So yeah. Um. Uh, but I feel like that's moving the goalpost based on the conversations everybody was having. He's moving the goalposts. How yes. is he moving? He answered because the question. He said, because he it's answered the question and then followed up in himself. the interview and literally <laughs> said, well, I don't want to say that it won't ever happen. He said that in the podcast, too. No, he didn't. Not in those words. Not necessarily <laughs> those exact words. They're not coming in the first four games. He said it's not it's not one of those first four. He straight up denies and then immediately in an interview immediately changed like oh, but we don't want to ever deny it. No, I'm pretty sure somewhere in that exclusive conversation he mentioned something again, not in those exact words as it as it was in the verge, but he said something like, I don't think we'll I don't think we ever want to say never, but I'm pretty sure he I'm pretty well, sure he said here, that. I just here's, here's the interesting to quote. The interesting quote is that he says there's going to be less and less exclusives. And so with this plan, yeah, that's reality. With, with these with these four games and with this plan, let's logically extrapolate that to the end. I mean, what do you think that means for exclusives for Xbox, right? But what is it? But he's also talking about PlayStation when he when he mentioned that. Like across the industry, you're probably right. going to see okay, less and less exclusives. Let's, let's stick with just Xbox for now, okay. though. Logically, All what right. does that mean for Xbox? Okay, so that probably means you're going to see Starfield. You might yeah. it means you might. I see think that means you're going to see most everything, right? I mean, that's just what makes sense. Because why are they doing this too? Let's think about why are they doing this. Right, because it's good for business on their part. Right, because right, their current business is not working. Correct. Yeah. So right. the question has been answered. We not by them, really. Yeah. Well, I mean. This felt kind like of, an appeasement to the people who are upset. It felt like they were afraid of Tim Dog. Direction. <laughs> I don't like, know this Tim Dog reference. <laughs> <laughs> you're on Reds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, uh, it's another it's one of like the hyper it, fans. Like oh, it okay. was. It was like 20 minutes of them like kind of like easing you into what they're doing without fully committing to anything like they they won't even tell you what the games are for some reason i don't understand that at all but then like we're slowly shifting this way our business is changing but also it's not really changing because we've been saying this for years but we haven't been acting on it but also it is changing like it's all weird confused muddled stuff well and then <laughs> we also had the the incorrect uh thing that came from sarah bond and i'm assuming this was just an accident because of what happened, because they said that there are 34 million 
players subscribe to Xbox Game Pass. And she noted, now 34 million people can all enjoy Diablo 4. It is coming in March. However, <laughs> when Phil Spencer had an interview with Steven Totillo, he had to say, um, no, that's not actually correct because a lot these are also including people that are Game Pass core. Okay. So it's it's all these different numbers that are, oh, that's this, it's this, it's this. We we keep getting through which that's Xbox. Xbox and numbers don't get along very well. Well, and part no, of it no. too is, is like true. I mean, they're clearly not prepared for this too. Like Phil spends like oh, the yeah. first first two minutes of this presentation whining about how they how they were had all these plans. <laughs> which <laughs> and is, I get which it. is also strange. It's but, hard um, it's hard to it's hard to immediately like turn a ship. <laughs> Like, <laughs> well, I and I feel like just the main issue with all this stuff is like, can you guys just like talk like a human being and say like a straightforward sentence for once in your life? I just don't get why yeah. they're playing all these games. It's just weird. Because it's a video game company. That's why they're playing all these games. <laughs> they it's Xbox. It. They don't have any games. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other thing, and the, I'm kind of jumping around here a little bit, is uh, they also threw out the exciting stuff coming in hardware and the next console will be the largest technological leap you will have ever seen. And I'm sitting here I'm like, fam, we already went through this. And it didn't sell more consoles for you. <laughs> like, yeah, well, so, so here's something I'd like to speak. Well, and so part of this, too, is like, so why do you guys think that they're already talking about the next hardware? Like, is, they, is this just, is, is just about a wash? What doing today? Is this just a wash? Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> we're people were wondering if they were going to exit the console space. Yeah, well, and it's, it's like, well, it's is it? That's that what I'm saying. Like, bad, I don't know Isn't what that kind of bad, you've been paying attention to, Jack. But I feel like he has answered all the questions. He no, has not he, answered he, any he, questions whatsoever. It's, <laughs> it's it's almost more the he answered a question with another question. I guess is well, the thing. He answered like, the question. He may have gotten Vegas. details on that question, but it wasn't fully answered. Maybe that's more what it is. Is we're not getting full answers. It's like he like answered questions in the vaguest way possible, where you kind of have to extrapolate what he means for every little thing, because it's like he says more by the things he's not saying than the things he actually does say. Well, it's like, like the the constant back in the day with like some of the different uh, exclusive talk, like is it or isn't it exclusive once it's bought? Like it was always very, there was never a, this is coming to game pass day one. It's exclusive to Xbox. Like it took right. forever for us to know Starfield was straight up exclusive. Right. Like the question, nobody that, would just that, sit out, get out and say it. Right. Like the question that Phil should, should be answering is, is Starfield going to be exclusive? Not yeah. the question he asked himself essentially, which is, is Starfield going to be one of the first four games coming to PlayStation? Right. Well, and honestly, that... <laughs> a lot of it is they don't know. Well, I think they do. <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> so here's the thing. If they want to keep the door open, what's the problem with them keeping the door open? I don't think there's a problem with them keeping the door open. I think the okay, problem so is essentially that they just want to really a non-committal answer. They're keeping the door open. So well, no, because I think they already know what that. they're going to do. I think they already know what they're going to do. And the reason they're keeping the door open is because they don't want to upset Tim Dog and they want to sell a new Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm a, I am with Jack on this one. I think they did, wanted to appease the fan base as much as they could and make the fan pit. Now, there was a lot of stuff that just straight up did not happen that I thought might happen. Uh, we kind of thought that they there would be some changes to like Game Pass and stuff like that. Turns out not at all. In fact, they've got Diablo 4 coming to Game Pass. Like, that's pretty epic that they are still committing to the subscription thing. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's kind of a good thing. Uh, they still didn't answer a lot of other questions. Like, all we know is that Diablo 4 is the first Activision Blizzard game coming to Game Pass, uh, which it, it is odd because Bethesda, like, we got a big drop of here's a lot of the back catalog. I'm very curious as to why we haven't gotten to that with, with Activision Blizzard, like especially with as expansive as it is. I don't have an, I don't have an answer to that question. <laughs> so, I mean, there's, there's really good, there's good stuff that did come out of this and stuff. It's just more the fact of, it feels like this was very much a let's placate people and move on. The console feels, warriors. This feels like it know. could have been an email. 
Here's the thing. If we're going by your guys' logic, the console warriors wanted to know, is Starfield coming to PlayStation? And according to you, it probably is still coming to PlayStation. And yet, they're okay. Because oh, yeah. they're, they're still getting a console. <laughs> next, next generation. <laughs> well, kind of. I mean, that's what Xbox wants. They wants them to be okay with that, right? But who knows if they're actually going to be okay with that. I don't know. Like, once, once this whole plan... Like, so they said they're releasing these first four games... And Phil, I think, yeah. said repeatedly, they're going to be learning from that. I mean, and like, sure, think about yeah. what they're learning. Yeah. I think what they're going to be learning is how to launch the bigger games, because these are all relatively we small. We said that last week. Yeah, right. they're, they're probably going to learn. And that, right. Yes, conf- and confirmation. So, so once this whole plan goes into full swing, I think that's where the plausible deniability kind of goes away. Like, once they do announce, like, Starfield's coming to PlayStation, I mean, then people have to, like, start accepting reality, right? Like, there's not why are why is anyone buying the next xbox and i don't know if i mean they really haven't had a good answer for that this entire generation i'm not sure why they what what they're going to do for next generation sure yeah. and so i feel that's kind of why where where i'm kind of confused is like why even talk about the next xbox right now like again people were wondering if they were going to completely leave the console space so well and i well and in a sense though they kind of like unofficially are with a xbox that no one's going to want to buy once they they reveal their full plans i you know it's, it's weird you're saying they're leaving it by making another console no i'm saying they're leaving it by moving all their exclusives just getting rid of exclusives essentially because i don't think there's any real reason to like buy it you didn't xbox say that either you didn't say well, all exclusives are going over well I mean, we kind of went over this, right? That's the, that's the plan. That's the plan is they're going to be doing that. See, that, that, that's, that's the thing I'm hearing from you. You're assuming because they are not saying something that that will eventually be the plan. He's, he did say we're still... So what would be the point of having exclusive games after this? What would be they're the not, point? If they're not... Right. If they're not you trying to... Need- we agreed last week. Hardware. We still need exclusives to sell Game Pass. Every business needs some kind of exclusive. We agreed with well, that last week. Well, the do you need exclusives to sell Game Pass? Is, yeah, I think you need uh, that to sell hardware. I don't know if you need that to sell Game Pass. Yeah, absolutely. You need it to sell uh, Game Pass for sure. Uh, if it's a, it's at least a reason for other people. Maybe maybe it doesn't attract everybody. Um, c- clearly, that's not working for the consoles, but. It is another reason for Xbox. Again, every, every business needs something no one else has, even if it's a little thing. So I think the question is, how many exclusives are they going to keep specifically to Xbox? I think that's a fair question. Will it be 70% go to all platforms and 30% remain exclusive? I don't know. We can't answer that. But you know what I'm saying? Like the, Even if... They're like, yeah, more games are coming. We don't know the percentage of that. And he still says, yes, there will be exclusives. I don't think those things have to be mutually exclusive. You can have both. Maybe it's 50-50. Maybe it's 60-40, 70-30. I don't know. But I don't think it's like doublespeak over here trying to... No, it's it's a business plan. Many exclusives, formally, could go to a different platform. And we're going to keep the ones that probably, maybe sell the most for us i don't know well it'd be nice if he said that <laughs> yeah I, I think the uh i think the i mean the good thing obviously is if, if we're extrapolating some of the good is it's the best plan in all of this is let your game come out exclusively timed let it go for a little bit on your platform let your platform be what's it ma- where it matters then after a year or so ship it out to other platforms make your money it makes a lot of sense. It really does because your, your consumers feel good about it. I got it on game pass on day one. I got to play it for all this time. And then everybody else gets to pay for but while I'm paying yeah. the scraps over here on my platform, you're getting to pay for my next game with your $70 purchase. Again, yeah, it's, you're using it speaks to the FOMO stuff. Yeah. So and, uh, and if they, it, if though. the other if the other people want to play it first, they got to come to my platform. They still get to play it eventually, but Xbox wants to be on all platforms. So, 
Well, that's that's, that's another part. Where they did the say Game Pass is weird. not coming to PlayStation or other platforms. Yeah, well, that, that was that was <laughs> oh, the other yeah. thing too. Is they, they're like because I think so I was wrong about that. Well, well I think early on, at its Game Pass is certainly at its cutoff limit. Like it, it totally right. is. That it's like well, it, and it's I think not growing. You know, like six, seven years ago when they did all this Game Pass stuff, I think the idea was they wanted to bring it to PlayStation, Nintendo, and all these different places. And I think they both PlayStation, Nintendo, both said no, and so that wasn't happening. <laughs> Guaranteed, um, they don't want it, but. But like part of it too is, I mean, the exclusive stuff. I just don't know if you're going to be limiting it to Xbox and PC. I mean, does that really sell Game Pass? Like, and I think I've said it a million times now. But yeah, because it, it won't be coming to uh, Apple. By the way, uh, they actually said even yeah. with new, I the new stuff that came through with Apple opening their store, they will not bring the uh, the uh, the app to uh, iOS. Yeah, and. Like, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought. But oh, sorry, sorry, I was just <laughs> wanting to right. back you up on that. That like that's yeah. another platform they don't have, and that's a huge platform. Right, and so I mean, I think ultimately though, it's just like the idea that they need exclusives to sell Game Pass. I mean, I think Game Pass makes sense as like a service, just generally for like your back catalog. But if you like have it, you if you have these day one exclusives, and you like release these, like you know, another Starfield or another Halo or something like. By doing it day one on a Game Pass, and that's like really your platform more than the Xbox is. I mean, you have to eat the cost of like doing that entire game as part of your Game Pass sales, essentially. And so I feel like the big risk that, and the reason why this Xbox stuff is not working out is because they've been operating that way for so many years. And now someone's looking at the spreadsheets and be like, well, hey, this doesn't really make sense. And we're in a recession now and everyone's losing their jobs. And and they're like, we gotta start making changes and start actually like making money out of their ways. And so I yeah, feel sure. like, you know, extrapolating the end game of all this stuff, why I feel like all this, you know, Xbox is kind of getting out of exclusives in general is just like it just doesn't make sense to continue this way. Where I they're would like, agree. Yeah. Oh yeah, their business model doesn't make sense for it. Right. I mean, like the whole idea of exclusives just doesn't make sense for them, just because that's otherwise you're just eating all that money. Like the game pass numbers just don't make up for like the budget of an entire game for like a new halo or something like that yep. and the problem with i mean we'll talk about when we get to the playstation stuff i guess too is like when you're making these games it's like pure risk for like six to seven years now and it's a, such a brutal toll on any kind of company mm-hmm. and you know like playstation and we got the weeks for it is like they barely make money and so like how dire must it be for xbox who has to like who's buying all these giant corporations who's making all these games and so many of them like don't even pan out yet. Like perfect dark is like, well, there's a lot of money going out, but nothing coming in. Right. And it's like, it just doesn't make sense to me to be talking about hardware or like even pre- entertain that. They're going to keep doing exclusives just because that doesn't, doesn't make sense right now. Well, I, I think that they, they need to still keep the platform option open because that's, that is where a lot of people play Xbox. I mean, it, it was originally a console. So they finally, you know, Microsoft and Windows got their, you know, games on the Windows together. Um, so you can actually enjoy games on PC consistently. Um, so if you take away the console, I mean, you're taking away a large player base. Um, so I think they have to spend the money to keep that option open. But I think, too, with what Phil is doing with, you know, what you would consider all this double speak and lying by omission in some ways like what they're doing we talked about it last week they are kind of in some ways kind of reinventing the wheel and kind of how you sell games and do this kind of stuff so i think they have to leave their options open for a starfield coming to playstation 5 or maybe even at worst uh at least at worst for console warriors, uh, Halo, like going to, you know, PlayStation 5 or something like that, you know? Um, So yeah, Phil not 100% committing and just giving the straight answer of like, no, Starfield is never coming to PlayStation 5 ever. I don't think that's good business sense for him. So yeah, does he have to kind of Do you feel like it's, I mean, do you feel like it's good business sense to not be clear about your plans? When I listened to what he was saying, I felt like, yeah, okay, I understand what's going on. Four games are coming. I don't need yep. to know the, what four games. I just know four games are coming. It's not Starfield. You don't need to know what four games? 
I don't need to know what four games because that wasn't part of the whole equation for me. Star, we know the conversation was if Starfield is going, oh my god, if Gears of War is going, oh my god, like what could Xbox really be get, getting up to with this? No, it's not Starfield, at least in those four games. It's not Gears of War, it's not Indiana Jones. It four games, we'll announce it later. Oh, okay, with live service game, so maybe Sea of Thieves and like other games that would fit with PlayStation 5. Which, All right, the Verge uh said that it is Hi Fi Rush, Pentiment. Uh, sea of Thieves and Grounded. Okay, so they just, okay. Just so you just so you know that is what has been reported. I didn't I didn't know that. Okay, so four games. All right, and even now that I know them, I'm like, okay, this, it's those four that that makes sense. All right, cool. Yep. Like we can move forward now. <laughs> like I, I know he said know in the, what they were. I know he said in the interview, like you know, we don't want people to think the dam is bursting. I I don't think it's like that, but at the same point, it's like. Oh, I mean, but that's how what the conversation you you're not, was. You're not. You're not. It, it, we had. I just had posted in uh, the gaming trend Discord how Phil said, you know, not all PC games are, not all Xbox games are coming to PC. That was something well, he Halo, literally Halo said. Halo Five is still on Xbox. In, in, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's because nobody wanted to play Halo Five. <laughs> <laughs> that that game that's that's like a redfall like we politely decline <laughs> yeah it's not like redfall that, that's a little disrespectful. no no no, no. <laughs> well the the story for halo 5 was awful and it you almost like competitive <laughs> it's fine well the halo 5's competitive was fine <laughs> um but yes but uh yeah it's uh, in 2016 you know that was what was said and you know his, that changed and it became day and date so you I think know, it changed that year. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 more just the things of you know once they start getting this data, we all talked about it. Uh, it, I think we talked about it in Discord. I think I forgot to bring it up last podcast, but they see those books, man, and it's wait, we make we can make how much money? <laughs> Dude, putting this over here, they start seeing those Activision holiday ledgers coming in, and it's like, <laughs> uh, fam. <laughs> Guess what we could make if we went multi-platform? Because we're not making but 15 bucks a month right now on some of these games. And it ain't moving our consoles because we have the numbers to prove it. <laughs> and Satya Nadella's like, yeah, fix that. Yep. And then you also have to go on the thing of we might have to start putting Call of Duty on Game Pass, meaning we will lose that chunk of money. How we pay for that. <laughs> Well, there's a bunch of people on PlayStation who would certainly like to pay for some of these other video games that we have, because you can't use the argument of, oh, well, the, the Call of Duty on PlayStation pays for it. No, because you're getting rid of the check that they're already getting from Xbox gamers, because <laughs> Xbox gamers had to pay for Call of Duty last year. So they they got that check in. Suddenly you're, you're just getting rid of revenue. When when you put Call of Duty on Game Pass, it, you already were getting the PS revenue, so you got to find a way a to replace thing, that. Like where they had like Bobby Kotick on the stand for FTC stuff, and they're like, and he's he would not have put any of it on Game Pass ever because it doesn't work, right? Well, that just seems like such a big like putting Game pa- or Call of Duty on Game Pass specifically. I mean, that just seems like a disaster. Not just because you're losing Xbox sales, because you're losing like potentially everyone's sales to an extent like i don't know why they would do that giant risk like that yeah i mean again it's the idea that you hope that someone will make the shift to xbox and then they can get it through xbox now my biggest question will be at that point do you find a way to keep from putting it on pc game pass uh, that that is the big question because well and it's, call it's of duty comes like pc game pass that's a bigger deal because right. PC Game Pass is like like it, it. I don't think Xbox is as big of a market that you lose with Call of Duty. Like I think it's a good market, but it's not the chunk that is is on PlayStation, and it's by far not the chunk that is is on PC. Like especially well, Call of Duty is just dangerous to, in general to do that with, just because yeah. there's a new one every single year. So it's like this yeah. is a game that people already kind of cycle out every single year. And well, like, and the, and the funny thing is, is the thing that immediately came to mind. Like there was a lot of people like, oh, Microsoft's going to get their hands on it. It's going to go. It they're going to try and shift it to being uh every two years. I'm like, buddy, no, it's never going to shift. If anything, they need that. I think uh, Colin Moriarty said that at the current clip. 
if Call of Duty maintains the money that it makes, I don't know if he was talking about Modern Warfare 2 or Modern Warfare 3. Uh, I believe he was talking more on Modern Warfare 2. But I think they need 30. And this is specifically, this isn't can Xbox pay for, or can Microsoft pay for it? Because they already have. But it's to be profitable, Activision has to, uh, it, it will take, I think, 35 years to pay for itself. Again, this is not can they pay can can Xbox as a whole pay for it because I've I have done the fair share of business stuff where we've opened new stores and another store has kind of kept it afloat. <laughs> like it, I understand that pot that, but mm -hmm. like eventually Activision has to pay for itself. And if it takes that long to have to pay for itself, there's no way they are going to a biannual <laughs> model. It had or a, a two every two year model. Like they have to put this sucker out every year. If anything, it is going to be doubled down on, and I feel bad for the devs that are there because they just let a bunch of people go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we could all agree the day one has been a, a questionable decision. I guarantee you best. they wish they never said it. He just they said it again been. in the podcast. Yeah. And in that the doesn't blockers. mean you don't wish you never said it. Yeah. There's plenty of things I've set, had to say, and I've said it through gritted teeth. <laughs> and I bet it is there because all they're seeing is the, the model does not work as well as it should and can. And everybody's starting to have to raise their prices and cut back on content. And they're having to just full speed invest because they made promises. Yeah, I I, I mean, I, I expect Game Pass to raise in price relative to the price of games in general. I mean, if we look at the price of a Netflix or a Hulu or whatever, in, in comparison to movie prices and things like that, like it's per month, it's fairly comparable. I don't expect game pass to raise to $70 a month, but in terms of making more per subscription, I guarantee it's going to hit at least 25 for sure. Yep. I don't know how long it would take, but it, yeah, I can imagine Xbox charging $25 yep. a month for Game Pass. Well, the, the biggest question you get to is when does that become prohibitive to like consumers? Because, right, well, with, and so part Disney, of it, cool. we just watched Disney lose what 1.3 billion people because of the price hikes. Yep. Like at some point, you're already stagnating in your in people signing up for game pass at one point does do you start just straight up losing people yep because they, they yeah. at least managed to so, so one, stay one on, on point they managed to stick yeah, where yeah, some yeah. of that may have been converting xbox live to being game pass core yep but what what one thing phil said you know in like a, a moment of lucidity is that he he talked about why they're doing the multi-platform strategy he said well we can charge people more money or we can do different strategies like this um, and so I think they're going to try to put off raising prices and stuff as long as they can. Sure. I think they're going to try to supplement it with the multi-platform stuff. So I think they're doing everything they can to avoid that price hike in at least, well, at least the immediate future. That, yeah, the I, I agree You jump into the three-month, six-month, 12-month timed ex exclusivity. Like, it's it's a pretty easy thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that, that could work. Um it just, I, I, I don't, I, I can't foresee all the factors. I do wonder, I do wonder if they experiment <clears throat> eventually, maybe not the huge games, but uh, the, the big tentpole AAA games, but I do wonder if they'll experiment with some newer games that are not day one on Game Pass, and those will come later, buy them first, and then eventually release it on Game Pass, and you know, probably games that will get some more subscribers. So at least it's not all falling on game pass to have to pay for the development costs up front. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's, I mean, I think that's what everyone's looking at is to, to try to find ways to subsidize their business model. Cause everyone's kind of looking at the books right now and be like, this doesn't well, really work. <laughs> we make extra money without putting in a lot of extra capital. Yeah. And that's a, really easy way to do it is I already have this game. Yeah, we got to put in a little effort to tweak it and port it, but it's cheaper than having to make a whole entire brand new game. 
And let's just remember that there are probably builds for some of these games kind of sitting in the background. Uh, Starfield already probably had a at least basic PS5 build. You have people in those studios that know how to build for PS5. Hi-Fi Rush probably had a build at some point. Uh, what's the, uh, I mean, obviously they've all got builds now with like grounded and, and these other ones that are supposed to be coming. Mm -hmm. And then you've got, uh, just the rumors on, on gears like that. The, the thing is, is the rumors are still there that they have at least discussed gears, sure. flight simulator. And I think the next doom as well. Why won't anyone talk right about now. banjo? I know be, because uh, <laughs> they let all the people go that were going to do banjo. Um, <laughs> I don't know, uh, but the, I mean, gears is an kind of an easy port because it's unreal. So it'll, it, it goes, it's easier to do something like that than say halo. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see gears a little bit quicker than you would see something like halo, just because it's easier to bring over if, if it's going to happen. And, if the rumors of the Gears Remastered collection is true, where they might be bringing, that's a really easy way to introduce new people to Gears before you bring six. Sure, yeah. So And the, the Xbox and PlayStation, at least hardware-wise, like they're as close as they've ever been. So, yep. Um, oh, yeah. I, you know, I don't know the behind-the-scenes programming architecture and how different that is, but in terms of just straight hardware, the, I mean, Both I don't using think... using AMD. <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean, think either console will ever be uh, as drastically different as it was with, you know, the PlayStation 2 and the, or the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 or well, anything like that. The 3 was in-house by PS3. That was a... And it was a dumb decision. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't think those consoles will ever be that different. So it's, it's yep. at least not as hard to port yep. games over and, between and those two And you've got platforms. a lot of people from Microsoft in-house who know what they're doing with these consoles because they were already doing it. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's. I forgot to put this in the show notes, but I do want to talk about it. What is going on with this PlayStation stuff? I, I only got <laughs> caught headlines. Okay. okay, so essentially what happened, because I've got the I've got this up. I'll actually go ahead and share it with you guys so that way you guys have the the news if you want to follow along. Essentially that PlayStation had, I'm assuming their earnings call or whatnot, uh for for like everything and whatnot and essentially said hey our ps5 sales are declining uh we're not going to make the 25 million goal which in all fairness that was a very lofty goal that they set like it was not an easy goal uh they were saying hey we're kind of behind ps4 um and then they kind of fell short of that so now they're predicting 21 million units um as opposed to 25 million units which in the last quarter they sold 8.2 million <laughs> Like that, it wasn't nothing. They sold yeah. a lot. Only uh, twenty one million, still, guys. But it's still Frank. less. It's still less than what they oh, were yeah. hoping hoping for. That matters. So, yeah. And then everybody started writing stupid headlines where they said, you know, we're in the latter half of the console's life, and people started saying it's it's in the it's. Well, I forget what the actual headlines were uh, from IGN, but like, uh, I felt like the headline just, was fine. There was one. Well, they didn't say in the latter hat like they weren't. They, they were the very latter, much. The headline said the latter stage. He said yeah. the latter half, which to me, I'm like, that's just semantics. Yeah, it's you just know. the way that it ends up getting taken because uh, it's like, OK, this is uh, Xbox is in the latter half of its console because that's just be. we're at the halfway point. We're literally yeah. at the halfway point of that's these what, consoles. Right. Of what, course they, of course we are. That's more what it is, is it's like these obvious things and people, like you said, are making semantics out of them. Like they're, they're just, they're, they're well, turning so it into here, something. I'll link it in my thing here too. But there's the, far, the part of this stuff that I thought was interesting is that they have the new COO guy, the Hiroki Totoki guy. Yeah. Um, And he's, he's kind of talking about like, the, the the overall strategy and how they're going to try to fix the company because he you know he's he's looking at all this stuff he's meeting full of different people and he says that you know um he's he's looking for different ways to increase their profit margins because they're kind of I and mean, we can tell from the 
leaks and stuff, they're pretty slim. Um, like they make they make money by doing the big games like Spider Man Two, but it's really not like a lot of money, right? Like because sure. typically typically when you make games, it traditionally worked is that you like make money and that would help fund the next project and like kind of get you guys off the ground for you know keep the business going. Um, and I don't think like the money they make from Spider Man Two like meaningly contri- meaningfully contributes to like a Spider Man Three. Yeah. And well, so they got you like, have well, like such a big studio, and then you right. got uh like. It, when it takes, you know, five years to make the next game, not everybody's insomniac and can do it in less time, but it's really right. hard for that to pay off. Right. So he's talking about ways to like try to improve their profit margin to try to fix the business. Um, and so one of the things he says is like, well, in the past, we wanted to popularize consoles and the first party's title's main purpose is to make the console popular. Um, that's true, but there's a synergy to it. So if you have a strong first party content, um, but not only on our console, but on other platforms like computers, a first-party game can grow with a multi-platform release that can help operating profit to improve. So that's another route we want to proactively work on. So basically what he's saying is, you know, kind of reading in between the lines a little bit. So just the same treatment with Phil. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's your job. Um, I understand that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same treatment with Phil, but... What he's saying is that the money you make from PlayStation games isn't enough to sustain the business anymore. So we, we got we got to like move out. We got to do different things. And so I think one of the things he's saying is essentially we got to start doing PC releases more aggressively. And and that's what they're really definitely talking about. It's PC. That's right. It, like yeah. And honestly, that's everybody because PC is where the money is right now. Like I, I get the feeling that streamer culture has created a lot of people who want to play on PC. And PCs, gaming PCs have become a much bigger deal. And there's so much, I think we even, we maybe even talked about it in the last episode, but just it's so much easier to build a PC now, like as a, and, and buy pre-built and all this stuff. So people just play it on PC. So you got to put games where people are and PC is just the thing. Yeah. And we're, we're at a point in the video game industry right now where I think, I don't, I don't want to say it's like a crash. Like people always say, oh, it's going to crash, but that kind of implies like these companies are going to like die or go away. And I don't think that's happening. It's more like it's been left out in the sun a little too long. So it's kind of melty and goopy. Um, (laughs) So people got to kind of like this, this next year and two years are going to be people like really regrouping and trying to figure out how can we make this like, yeah, right. And so we're going to see a bunch of weird stuff. I think like even from Nintendo a little bit, I think with their new console potentially is we're going to see like weird stuff where, People are going to be putting games on places you wouldn't necessarily expect. They're going to be making deals you wouldn't necessarily expect just to kind of like get everyone across the finish line as they reorganize stuff. Which like, I think they've even been saying that at Dice this week. It's like, that's survive. That's literally what 2024 is. Like, we just got all these games out. We got to survive until I think a lot of what the industry is looking at is can we get to GTA 6? Because again, it's just the brand power of Grand Theft Auto drives everyone higher like the, it's a it's a rising tide it lifts all ships well and that's actually kind of except for nintendo <laughs> because they don't have grand theft auto but well, nintendo like, does whatever they like, want anyway <laughs> that kind of like spells out how bad things really are though right like the whole industry kind of relies on like one giant game to carry everyone like that's not good but we've talked about this before games are too expensive to make and they take too long to come out that's, that's like, a big one I think they're going to work that's, on. That's you know? both of them, and that's where you've got to figure out. Like I, I forget who I was having a conversation with, but I'm like, man, we really need to go back to the old PS2 days of having these these good double A games. Maybe they aren't like the best thing you've ever played, but there were some really good solid, like the THQ games that you play, like just the the solid middle of the pack games, and then you'd get the big releases around those. Like, but it. I, you know, now we're waiting seven years for the next big thing to come out, like from 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 your favorite studio. It's just not viable. And it, as we said, it costs too much. It's some of it is just uh, in another group. We were talking about Western development. That's that's a big thing that has happened in Western development. Uh, Japan has actually managed to course correct. And a lot of their stuff doesn't cost nearly as much as what we do. And they put it out faster. I mean, look at y- Yakuza. Yeah, it, Yakuza is basically up. budget series, yeah. <laughs> Fast pace, I guarantee you that doesn't cost even close to as much as some of these other big mainline, but they feel like big mainline entries. Uh, even something like uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth I played in, in preview, and we're not that far removed from 
remake having come out and remake had it's a deal a pretty good substantial dlc and what i played in that felt substantial so it's you can figure out these ways to incrementally grow your game uh spider-man they did it a fantastic job with the miles morales they re reuse the world like the insomniac stuff, they've got a good structure that they're like the only yeah. they're like the only triple a developer right now who can like has a structure in place where they can like build off their previous games but even then like I mean, even then, their oh, game costs too much. Too cost <laughs> too much. Yeah. Well, the hope is that maybe this rumor that Venom coming is going to be like that same Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales game. You know, that's that gives you that extra boost to help pay for things, like because it sound that's something that you can make on a lot cheaper, uh, similar to like where Miles was. And you sell it a little bit cheaper, so it gets picked up a lot. I mean, people don't realize the legs Miles had. Miles sold a crap ton of units. And it was selling, like, I believe even last year, that game still was ending up in the top 10. And that was without extra discounts. Like, it, it, it did really, really well. Yeah, no, and I mean, I think, because ultimately, we're seeing a lot of job cuts. We're seeing a lot of restructuring and stuff i mean and so i think that's kind of the payroll is the easiest controllable unfortunately right well i think what we're going to see then is just we're going to see smaller scope games made from all these giant triple a assets to kind of like help cover costs a little bit because the the giant super games that take seven years it's just the idea that we went from a generation of like three uncharted games and the last of us to a generation now where we might not even get like a new naughty dog game (laughs) that's that's ridiculous it just shouldn't be Uh, and that's that's coming from somebody who has like I'm a humongous Uncharted fan. <laughs> like, yeah, it it makes me sad. It's a self inflicted wound too, because yep. ain't nobody told the game industry to uh, improve at the pace that they that they have. Yep. You know, always trying to get the most realistic everything. Yeah. Um, didn't now didn't that's the, what the CEO... market is conditioned for? Didn't the CEO also say he's like, there's a lot of great creatives out there, but not enough of them know about, about business. Like, I think it was him that said something along something those like, lines. Something like that. He's like, like there's essentially great people. Just they're, not bus- budget. they're not yeah. business minded, <laughs> like, yeah. which makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're like, I don't, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I actually, I do know. Cause I, I watched your review for Spider-Man too, but like I, I played that game and I felt like there was a lot of like weird bloat stuff in that game where, you know, like they, they spent so much time on like Peter Parker riding his bike or like Mary Jane stuff. And like then like basic stuff with the combat feels like weird to me. And it's like underdeveloped and some of the plot points kind of like drop and don't make sense. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like that's a game where it should have been reined in or maybe it was too reined in or something like something went wrong. I feel like in that game, that's my that's my opinion. <laughs> and so like, <laughs> um, but I feel like that kind of happens with so many games now where like sometimes like these trip away games it feels like the story is kind of patched work together like i think even from like five six years ago actually it was almost a decade ago when the tomb raider game came out um they talked about how they made that game whereas like they were just like putting random pieces together to form a coherent story in that game, <laughs> game because that was what they got done and they kind of had to like smush it all together um it's like you know just the way the business is done right now it's i mean i feel like with these big budget schedules and all this stuff it's like it's really too drawn out and you know i hate to say that because i like when people have their creative visions and all that but like when there's which is when it's such a big business like this you kind of do need the business guy to be like we gotta rein it in a little bit like alan wake 2 as as bombastic of a game as that was it really got built in about three years uh and they didn't have a big staff and you know game of the year candidate and you have to imagine the budget was pretty decently low on that game so yeah but it wasn't it, bloated. you can do you can make these games work it's just gotta be smart about it um something else that came out from that uh that interview with uh hiroki totoki uh he actually said that regarding first party hardware We aim to continue to focus on producing high-quality productions and producing live-service games. But while major projects are currently in development, we do not plan to release any new major existing franchise titles next fiscal year like God of War, Ragnarok, or Marvel Spider-Man 2. So essentially, it's 
everybody went and read this and said, oh, there's no first party PlayStation game coming out until after March of 2025. They didn't learn their lesson from Xbox. And so they they didn't this. read <laughs> is what they did. That's the at least with this, I could read it. I didn't have that information from Phil because <laughs> I only got told four games. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's kind of like the opposite. What it's they like are. the opposite, what they are. right? It's like a like, it's like a good thing by omission instead of a lie by omission. <laughs> like God of War, God of, like God of War Ragnarok, Spider-Man Two. That just means it's not a humongous thing. Uh, Jeff Grubb said that he has heard that there's a possibility that the next Astrobot game may be coming from Team Asobi, which again, not a console mover, but it's that's not a really awesome enough, little game. I, it isn't. Um, Astrobots. <laughs> it really didn't cost three hundred million dollars. <laughs> I love um, Astrobot. I, I I Astrobot's awesome. <laughs> So, so I'm I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that Astrobot ends up uh, does end up coming out, and of course they have Condor, uh, Condor no, uh, Concord, uh, Condor was the game from Remedy that they're making. Uh, Concord is supposedly a Guardians of the Galaxy inspired live service shooter. So mm-hmm. very interested to see how that is, but this it is supposed to be coming this year, and who knows there might be another small project in there somewhere, but. I think people also forget that we're going to have Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. We've got Rise of the Ronin. We've got Stellar Blade. All of these three games in the first half. You know, there's a lot of games to play between now and but it's not God end of, of the War, year, David. It's, it's not, not the Last of Us Three. <laughs> it's not, but <laughs> like the there's things to play that are exclusive, like. Well, that, that that's what people are going to learn this this year is that yeah, yeah you're not going to have your your big PlayStation you know franchises that you would typically like to play. Uh, you're not getting your Xbox stuff. You did, weren't getting Xbox stuff anyway, so you're gonna have to play other stuff. You want to get some use out of this PlayStation Five, and all you want to play is God of War and Spider Man and Last of Us. Hey, like, hey, now at this point, it's on you. You got to make a decision. Do you do you want to play games, or do you just like playing certain games? If you just like playing certain games, this, I guess, this isn't the right generation for you. Wait, (laughs) or you got to wait. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Uh, in the end, game generation for me. (laughs) I know. I'm I'm like, this is fine. It's it's just the you know that they're gonna look at different ways. We obviously the second half of the year we don't have any knowledge of what it is. There still could be something out there that PlayStation is secured some sort of deal on. There there's lots of different things that can happen. It's just we don't know. But they have to figure out how to navigate without having any sort of big official first party offering. Like yes, is is rebirth. Like that's that is a definitely a a first huge first party game for any video game company to have but it's not only theirs that you're having to share it with square so yeah absolutely it be what it be they got to figure out how to do that same as microsoft had to figure out how to do it this uh this this all of this that is happening between microsoft and sony playstation and xbox this is this is the new normal oh yeah this is what it is now. Um, Not every year is 2023. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no. Not every year is 2023. But in terms of what we're seeing from the business, you know, a lot of people, you know, even know at times, I don't care about the business. But, you know, like. Well, the this, business affects the games. That's why exactly. I care at least, right? Yeah. That, <laughs> I, I've, always been a, I've always been a sales guy. So I always like hearing all the that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I've been a business. Pro- I, I like I have an entrepreneurial spirit, even though I suck at being an entrepreneur, but (laughs) I like how all this stuff comes together from a business perspective and it does affect the games. It absolutely affects the games. So, uh, to see how all of this is shifting and to see, yeah, exclusives on either side for Xbox and PlayStation aren't really the, the, the thing anymore. Uh, at least in the way it's been in the past, yeah, we got a we got a new normal. Maybe maybe yeah. maybe we see the rise of PC. You know, in a way that consoles dominated over PC. You know, in the '90s and early 2000s and stuff. Maybe maybe we're gonna go into a generation where it's like consoles just 
aren't really a thing. We'll make them, but you know, going to get a bunch of competing it's, Steam decks. It's going to be weird. We already, we already are. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, but they're going to be like going that direction. I mean, it's going to be an Xbox One. There's actually rumors that both one. console makers are yeah. looking at handhelds again. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad. I mean, that'd be a great move for Xbox. Um, it would be great for Sony and PlayStation to expand upon what they were doing with their little uh, what is it called I mean, the, again? The, por- the portal the is that portal. Yeah, portal's oh. awesome, man. I, I like the portal. So they could they could really do something similar. So. So, something I did read that really gave me a good laugh, though, was uh, somebody said, "Oh, it's so nice. PlayStation doesn't have any first party exclu- any first party exclusives, so Microsoft is giving them a couple of games to sell. Oh, How yeah. nice of them! <laughs> that, was... <laughs> that just cracked me up. <laughs> that is goofy. Yeah, they might come out with a brand new franchise banger. That's that's big. That, you know, I, I hope Concord is good. Like, I would like it to be good. And I mean, we already had." Like Hell Divers come out of nowhere and surprise everybody. I play that, yeah. I wasn't interested in that, but now everybody's like talking it's so much about fun. it. Yeah. It's so much fun, <laughs> so- and it's only forty bucks, so it's not exactly a, a heavy duty, expensive game. Uh, even even Phil Spencer was uh, kind of ragging on it. Uh, oh yeah, that was on, weird. <laughs> on an interview. Oh, yeah, he was he was like he was all about how awesome it was and wants to play it, but was like, oh, but. But it's tied to PlayStation. He actually kind of was a bit that way, I think. In, oh, in he, he was he like, was. I don't know. He's like, I don't know how how Divers Two being exclusive to PlayStation benefits oh, anyone. Yeah. It's like, why yeah, would you even say that? That's I want this on Xbox. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that is true. Uh, yeah, he is. He is ringing the less exclusives bell. But I mean, him and Satya Nadella said during Satya, during the FCT. Satya doesn't want FTC, any. Yeah, he's like it's a bad thing. Like frick. But that's also coming from the one who has the uh, the platform. I guess platform share of Windows. You know, basically oh, yeah. dominating. The PC space. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're selling huge. everything they make everywhere. Their money. Office, Microsoft Office, all that stuff, man. Yeah. It's, They're selling yeah, it everywhere. Offices on Apple. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. And that, Wherever and we can going, make money. Actually, yeah, that's the thing. Going back to that, I'm sure Satya is looking at the exclusives like, okay, like, I know this is how it's been done, but how do we make this work? And, you know, from, yeah, this is the company that does have freaking Microsoft 365 on Apple. <laughs> you know, like, hey. Wherever, if it can go on it, if you can make money, here we go. Yeah, that's the only other thing though with these couple of games going over is it's like we want to learn from these. Like, fam, you chose a really random bunch, and I love some of these games, but I don't know how much you're gonna learn from putting you know some of these games over on (laughs) other platforms, just in terms of like actual sales numbers. I'm not well, sure it's the I, sales numbers that they're going to be uh, looking at necessarily. I think it's going to be. You think? I think so. Yeah. I'm. Ju- I was I, just I, curious, like what you think on that. Yeah. I, I think it's like because I think they're probably going to try a few different things. I think they'll probably do like a shadow drop. I think they'll do like a announce it ahead of time kind of thing. I think the idea behind it is like to try different ways of launching the games and try to figure out which way they should go about it. And like, because I think for the service games in particular, they're going to extrapolate that for like for like Halo or something like that. And be like, well, how should we launch something like this? And how, what order the numbers like? How easy is it to do cross play? So these are kind of like the testing grounds for when they would start launching the actual big stuff. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think there's some something to that too. But yeah, I also think it is it is reception. You know, these are games that they think PlayStation users would gravitate towards. A grounded, a Pentiment, Hi-Fi Rush. I think Hi-Fi Rush is probably going to yeah. be one of the strongest ones. Uh, Pentiment. Now here's the thing: Hi-Fi Rush and Pentiment. If you are on Switch, if you are on PlayStation, go buy it, please. I love both of those games. <laughs> Just yeah. PSA right now. If they, the, both of those games are coming, go buy them. Yeah, and especially looking at, you know, if they end up putting it on Nintendo. I don't know if that was specifically said about Nintendo, but if those end up going to Nintendo, um, you know, how do, how does that player base uh, eat those up? Um, you know, is it a, something like... Oh, we heard it was good on Xbox, but eh. So I think, I think we'll see. 
I'll, I'll buy both. Uh, like I, as someone who has beaten Pentiment and has obviously Game Pass to play Hi-Fi Rush on, like I will buy both of those on Switch. <laughs> like Insta Insta cops for me on and, Switch. <laughs> and you said they Verge said it was grounded in Sea of Thieves. Grounded Sea of Thieves, Pentiment, and Hi-Fi Rush are the four. Yeah, supposedly. So yeah, uh, which is the... that's a good. That's a good kind of in the sense of like you've got your live service and you've got your smaller community kind of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think in terms of the live service games, um, yeah, I, th- I think it is a giant experiment. Um, I think, you know, I think they've done their research. So oh, yeah. they're going to get something from it. But well, no, I, I honestly think it is the st- I, I, I agree with everybody in the sense of that. It, I think it's the start of these things moving to other platforms. It really is. Uh, but I, I think that they are going to try and do it in the more timed exclusivity way as to uh, continue to keep your brand being the one that you want people to gravitate to. I will say let, want. Oh, I was just going to say and then let everybody else pay for it. <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's smart um when we were talking about the microsoft stuff it it did make me realize that they are probably trying to push the game pass stuff because app wise that that kind of makes sense to put on multiple stuff it i think it's uh if you look at you know windows and everything that it does and all the apps microsoft makes like that's what they do they put apps on everything, programs, whatever you want to call them. Um, they put those on everything. Um, and so to shift the mindset and be like, if, at least from Microsoft's perspective, I don't know what the books look like in terms of like developing these games and then shipping them on all everything. I think that makes sense too. But I don't know if Microsoft is looking at it from like, look at all the stuff you get with this. If we put this everywhere, like, how much does that increase subscriptions? Um, so okay, I don't, I don't know how far like they see down the line. Like that, that that's kind of a factor too. Like, do they actually see consoles going away? I don't know. Because um, if they do, then maybe they're just holding water until. Away. Huh? I they certainly see exclusives going away. He literally said yeah, it. Yeah. So yeah, if they see exclusives going the way that that's even more reason to put Game Pass in other places because it's like whatever. But uh, so a part of me wonders if they're just holding water until there's a shift in the market where that's a long time to hold your water, but <laughs> the shift in the market to where this kind of thing is just acceptable across the board. I think that's what they're exactly what they're gunning for. Yeah, I th- I think they're they're, and they're they're helping a little bit. Right? I think they're trying to push things away from consoles because they don't have they don't have any reason to stick around in consoles if they don't have to. They're losing in this market. That's why they're doing everything they're doing. And I think what their their end goal is. Yeah, we're releasing stuff and everything because we want to be on everything. And so if we can kill consoles too, that'd be great. Yeah, I, I just don't think they would. I don't know if they would kill it. But I wonder if they would do it in such a way to where they're they're powerful enough to run Game Pass and enjoy games on Game Pass, but not necessarily natively on disc. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because yeah, it is expensive to R and D them, build them, do all that stuff. You got to do the controllers too. Um, although Xbox is getting less and less, like their controllers are. Mostly the 360 variation. <laughs> like, it's not changing too much. So I don't expect them to change that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot going go, that goes into making a, a full console. So I, I wonder if they they do just go, you know what? Let's just make variations of the Xbox Series S, you know, in the future. Um, so that people have something, you know, if they want that console, they can have it. But you don't need it to actually, like get the most out of it which to me that seems like what the series s was meant to do in the first place yeah i i think they're trying to look for a low investment like yeah if xbox sticks around as like a box um i think they're looking for low investment ways because i think there is that rumor the other week too about like 
looking to license things out to third party, that's another way to keep costs down for them if they want to keep having a box is, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think the hardware, I mean, and they've said it a million times, just they don't always act like it. It's like the hardware is not important to them. Um, and so it, I, I think they're seeing things at least 10 years ahead and they're saying, yeah, we, we don't think consoles are going to be a big deal in 10 years. Yeah, well said. All right. Let's just end it here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> it's another week where we don't That's get a lot of talking, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's when you've got stuff like this, there's a lot to go through, especially a lot of there stuff. was a lot, especially given there was so much beyond just the podcast, which I don't know that you can really call it a podcast when it's 20 minutes long. No, <laughs> like, it's just... it was more like it was a round table. <laughs> like uh, I think is the term they probably should have used. It's a 20 minute press release that they like yeah. audibly speak at you. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it, was, it, it was a, this should have been an email. Like <laughs> if they could fit it all in one Twitter post, like edit all the jargon out, all that stuff. I would have greatly preferred that. <laughs> <laughs> We oh, you have know four games eh, coming to other platforms. No Starfield, no Indiana Jones. Bye. <laughs> well, they, they can't say something that definitive. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> okay, so no Starfield, no Indiana Jones, parentheses. No, you got to start. Now, J for now, JK. <laughs> the first like five sentences are like, we're here for the gamers. We love the gamers. We hear you and we're listening. And like, we in the first five <laughs> yeah we here at xbox we love you <laughs> uh, y'all make me laugh all right that'll do it for us this week appreciate you watching appreciate you listening i guess i guess we're going back to normal next week all right. <laughs> we'll i don't see. know with jack in the room i don't know that anything's normal <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> Everything I say is normal. <laughs> you can ask him right now. You drama to this podcast. <laughs> All right, deuces. See ya. Peace.